Welcome to more than a few words of marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. And today, I've got a full house here at Round Peg, and I'm going to let each of my guests introduce themselves, and just a kind of a brief sort of warning, we're going to be talking about clout, and we have some different opinions in the room. I'm going to start with Randy. Tell folks who you are, what you do, and how to find you on Twitter. Uh, Randy could not be here today. So <laughs> my name is Marshall Zasbibinski, and not from this country, but I'm happy. Uh, Randy Clark TKO Graphics, handle Randy Clark TKO. Um, and I small, mid-sized company, TKO Graphics, where we can wrap anything, and we do more than wraps. Um, and, and our marketing department wear a lot of hats, but uh, get to have fun running a blog, social media. Cool. Yep. Scott. Yes, I am Scott Howard. On Twitter, you can find me as Skloho, but spelled S-C-L-O-H-O, and uh, been active in the social media world for too many years, but most recently joined a company called Cirrus ABS, which is a website development and marketing company, and work with the person who sits next to me, whose name is... Kevin Mullet, M-U-L-L-E-T-T. It's the extra T that differentiates me from the fish, the haircut, and the lake, so please make a note of it. <laughs> you can find me at K Mullet on Twitter, which I am on all the time, uh, every day. And I work for Cirrus ABS, as Scott mentioned, and my primary focus is on... Uh, as a director of product development and social media technology and marketing. Cool. And one more person in the studio today. Hey, everybody. It's Allison Carter here as usual. Glad to be here. Hope you'll follow me on Twitter at Allison L. Carter and join the conversation about the podcast at hashtag MTSW. More than a few words. You can also find our podcast. If you've got a question and you want to call in, you can call in at 805 805- Two eight five nine eight six five. So, kicking it off, Klaus, love it or hate it. Kevin, you want to start that one, and I'll come back to Randy on the next one. It is a service. It has a place. Um, it can be either used or abused, depending on uh, you know the user. I mean that that it has its place. It. Um, <laughs> has kind of gone a little bit away from where I used to enjoy it most, which was as an actual metric uh, or analytic tool that would be able to tell you whether your message was resonating and whether people were actually listening to what it is that you had to say, whether you had qualitative followers or quantitative followers, um, and has developed more into you know a little bit of a game or a uh, measuring contest, which I'm not a fan of. Cool. All right, Randy, did you start to say something? Love it yeah, or hate lo- it? Love it, hate it, or don't care? Or don't care? Yeah, there'd be another category. And uh, Kevin, when you say that it's gone away from the analytical tool that you, you enjoyed, is it because of how people are using it and perceiving it? You mean, or do you think changes in in cloud itself. There's technical things that have changed within cloud. The available metrics that they provide have changed to be more of the, um, I don't want to say necessarily game, but but yeah, they've they've removed some key metrics, uh, like, for example, they used to give percentage of 
retweets, and they used to give you right. a, a percentage of mentions, and they used to give you your top, uh, your top retweets, and they no longer provide those metrics, and they are more uh, emphasized on other aspects that are not metric-based, which is interesting because I just did a, 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 a email, what do you call an email interview? Is there a name for that? I just did an email interview with uh, Megan Derry from uh, the marketing manager at Cloud. And they still use those things in their metrics. So true reach is still, you know, your friends total reach, free follower, uh, follow ratio, unique likes, follow back percentage, mention count, list count, list followers count. You said so they still use those analytics, but they're not sharing all those with us like they did early on. Any, re any reason why they're not? Um, I didn't ask that question. It's my understanding that it's, to, it's kind of the reason Google doesn't tell us everything that's in the search algorithm to stop people from gaming the system. Interesting. It's my understanding from what I've seen from other interviews with people at Cloud. Wow. Um, I've got a couple of questions, and then Scott will let you weigh in on um, love it or hate it. Um, the first thing is, is there a way, and this was from Lotus Development, is there a way to add things to someone's clout list. I guess I think he's probably referring to topics. So right now, uh, clout sort of puts up things that they think you're an expert about, and then your friends can weigh in and say, yes, you are, or no, you're not. But does anybody know, can you suggest other items? There's no field that I am aware of. You can change who you, can change who you think you're uh, influential about, or who influences you, I'm sorry. But there is no field or no way to change the topic list that, that Cloud says that you're influential about. I keep trying to be influential about bacon, and they still don't know about There are people influential about bacon. Yeah, but, uh, I yeah. really love bacon. <laughs> I tried to, uh, to, to do the same for somebody that I wanted to uh, mentioned that they had influenced me on a, on a topic that's not on our list. And I, although I could say they influenced me, I couldn't find a way to say that this was the topic yeah. they influenced on me on. Because like right now, your number one is cats, and although you're influential about cats, mm -hmm. you still influence me about cats. You yeah. get me, you know, a, a, a humor, and yeah. I go on, but you influence me with social media and blogging. So well, let's talk about the K-plus um, system because it seems to me that it really falls into two categories how it's being used. It's either in silly things and inside jokes like bacon and cats and diet coke, or it's it's social media related things. So it either seems to be inside jokes or echo chamber. What do you guys think? Scott, you wanna kinda of weigh in on that? The K plus side of it all? Mm -hmm. Um I'm more or less inactive or active depending upon how my day goes. I will check. In preparation for coming here today, I did more checking in the last two weeks than I have probably in the last two months on cloud. I'm almost in that don't care category because comparing myself to somebody else, I really, it really doesn't matter. Now, when they introduced the K plus feature, I thought, okay, here's a way to recognize some people and get them some promotion, and it might help the cloud score. It might help spread the word about who they are and what they're what they are doing. Um, actually, what I've done is I'll go through and see on the dashboard feature. It'll say, you know, you've been given a K plus by so and so, and I will schedule those. I'll 
for future dates to uh, be tweeted out. So that I don't automatically start sending out, well, so-and-so thinks I'm influential about bacon or about social media or about blogs all in a row. I'll spit them out over the course of a week or I'll build up there. I think um, it's an interesting approach. You know, because one of the things is cloud gives you, um, you know, a couple that you can share every day. Right. The one thing, though, I know you can't add to the list. You can take things off the list. Yes. You can uh -huh. say, I'm not influential about. Um, I thought it was funny for a long time I was influential about pizza. And now anyone who knows me, I am influential about pizza. Like you are about bacon. I have very specific standards. Um, so I kind of thought it was funny that I, I was, um, but I didn't think I was talking about pizza that much to lead up to that moment. I would like to say we have a note from our listening audience. Erin Anderson would like to make it known that bacon is overrated. <laughs> no. If I no. follow you, you are gone. Erin <laughs> <laughs> will actually be on a future show, so uh, no. get your listen now. <laughs> now isn't the other Erin of the Erin E. Columbus C2, isn't she a bacon advocate? Erin Couch? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I got to admit, I'm a little sick of the whole bacon thing I as well. I, I, I want to go back to the, the topic thing just a second if I can. What topic? The topics. Oh, oh the cloud, <laughs> right? Cloud on topic. Are we talking about that? My question to Megan Barry was, as I understand it, topics of influence track back to the beginning of conversations. For example, my wife is shown, shown having influence on duct tape. Gee, I hope not. <laughs> but she does. She has influence on duct tape. And it goes back to a humorous, if there was such a thing, pathos tweet during the Casey Anthony trial. And Megan answered, and then I said, you know, um, uh, and consider how to eliminate these non topic topics. Um, she said, well, we find topics based on the semantic analysis of the tweets and posts that get the most traction, i.e., RTs, at messages, comments, likes. We're constantly working to improve the system to more accurate, accurately pinpoint the topics you're influential on. That being said, I wouldn't say duct tape is a non-topic. Duct tape might make sense if you're a DIY or handle or a handler or a manufacturer. So it's a tough one, isn't it? Because in my life, because I've heard people complain, well, you know, I've got this about pizza, all right? But it, it follows that that tweet all the way back to where it began. Well, I have to laugh because one of the people participating in the stream, um, uh, Drew Larson, just said that he was influential about prom dresses. Well, well, he is. <laughs> you know, he's a father. Are those? Are those he's, he's probably paid for a prom dress, which means you're influential. He's not though. I don't think he is. Okay, no, but it's just weird. Hey, hey, once there's photos on the internet, Drew, they're always out there. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, let me ask another question kind of about cloud. Um, you know, there's one side of it where you're trying to, to generate your score, but do you use cloud when you are evaluating whether or not you're going to follow someone? Do you ever look at the cloud scores on the other side of it? I think that the score by itself is wholly unqualitative. I, you know, I often have said in some of my presentations, um, it is not about the score. It is about the metrics that you add up to the score. So I would much rather dig down and look at people's individual metrics 
than, uh, than the actual store itself, which, for example, I've gone and I've looked at people that have a very high follower count, and I've shown that they have a, you know, because they're not engaging with people, they have a significantly lower retweet rate. They have a significantly lower interaction rate and so forth. So they may have a high score, but that's not necessarily going to get them, uh, get me to follow them, and it's certainly not going to garner them attention. Cool. What about um, clout perks? Worth competing for? How are companies using them? What have you seen good and bad? Um, we have an envelope right now. Oh, three, three of them. Yeah, three three envelopes. Right and I just brought out my deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we yeah, were going work. to say that. Yeah. 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 Could you move over a little bit, please? I. Oh, nice. Okay, so holding up a, uh, the one of the latest clout perks, which is a. $50, is that right? $25 right. gift right. cards to Dick's Sporting Goods. And I'm going to open up my envelope. Which I do. At this point, we see if I get a movie prize or whether I actually got the same thing. We love Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods got invited these fine cards <laughs> to the three of us for what gift wow. cards when I go get them. Some athletic shoes or whatever, I probably will tweet something, although... <clears throat> What do you ultimately think? Do you ultimately think that cloud perks are a good buy? Well, I'm holding out for an Audi. We yeah. Oh, I got an Audi coffee mug. I didn't get the car. I What's up with that? Or maybe a beta phone computer thingy. Well, so Kevin and I on our way to Indianapolis today had an interesting discussion uh, about how cloud perks for dicks in particular because we both got these was used. And I think that they could have target it better. Um, I'm not sure what the criteria was except for a high clout score. And we were going and you through... Meant there, there was more to it than that because Randy and my scores are always very similar. Okay. And I didn't get yeah. a perk. Okay. And, and she's ahead of me right now. But you know, the yeah. last time I was in a specific sporting goods store was probably eight years ago. Wow. And so this, I will use this. And they got the initial... Uh, tweet when I accepted this, but this is not going to make me an influencer in to those people necessarily because I don't show up as an influencer in anything that Dick's Sporting Goods sells. Well, can I be Robbie? Sl I mean, uh, no, you devil's advocate. Well, hey, you can't have these. No, you're stuck the right. The position there is is that's not what they were buying. That's not what the the whatever the spend was was not to influence Scott Howard to go and be uh, somebody who frequents this. It was, he is a small town newspaper. And if you want to reach his readership, which is his 2,500 you know, 2, plus followers, whatever it currently is, then you have to, you're buying, uh, you're buying advertising on his, his, his newspaper. That's what they, and if you look at where they, they have some case studies on their site. And if you look at their Disney case example and their uh, Audi case example and et cetera, it becomes clear that to them, reach is very important, as is additional followers. And so 
I'm not saying that it's right. I agree with Scott that it should have been more targeted. And they could have targeted by simply looking at what I'm supposedly influential about. Yeah, and, and you do do that in yeah. some instances. Right. And I'm sure they've got their own their own information. Maybe they were going after people that aren't. Dick's frequent. Well, that was the other, that was Kevin's counterpoint. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but I'm thinking, you know, they're looking at it from a general advertiser standpoint instead of taking advantage of the segmentation that you can do looking with the evangelists. With, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Google and Facebook do a much better job of targeting people who are likely to be evangelists and, and frequent users than Clout did to this particular promotion. I keep getting, um, I didn't get to Dick's Barbecue, and I guess I should be disappointed, um, but I keep getting uh, Subway. Now, the truth is there's a Subway one block um, from the office, so thank you, Clout. Um, I've appreciated the Subway gift cards. Typically, I share them with Allison and Jay because they run down there more often than I do. Um, I still haven't tried their barbecue chicken, which is what they were hoping I would try. It's actually pork, so it didn't even work well enough for you to know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I would, I would never order barbecue at a Subway. That sounds like the worst idea ever. <laughs> now, on the other side, I got... Clearly not brought to you by Subway. Um, now, I did get uh, about... Probably about a year ago, I was getting better clout perks than I am now. Um, I got a jacket from the TV show Southland. This was a really nice jacket, very subtle little Southland logo. I had never watched the show before. My wife loves that show. And I sat down and watched an episode, and, and it was kind of good. Mm -hmm. um, I also got a, uh, a party pack from uh, Lone Star, which was a terrible TV show. And I think it was my first so I felt compelled to write a blog post and I couldn't find anything nice to say so I took a picture of my husband with all the cool stuff they sent us. Um, because uh, there was popcorn, there was glasses, wine glasses, this nice little carrying case um, that sells for $4 at Target. Um, and an opportunity to preview the TV show. Yeah, not so good. But then there was that Xbox thingy. It was... I'm so frustrated that Lorraine gets all these perks that she doesn't even know what they are. She got it's a an Xbox thingy. No, she got a PSP, which is not it's even made not by the same people. Um, oh, okay. She got a PSP, which is a portable gaming system, um, which is actually advertising, I believe, the movie Are We There Yet? It was preloaded, which I didn't really think made sense because it was a gaming system. And she didn't even give it to me. She gave it to her son. Well, yeah. you're echoing my point that they could target this a little bit better to make sure that the influence and the evangelism gets spread more targeted to the people who are going to be recipients of and take action. Uh, on the meantime, they've got you to talk about all this stuff on your uh, talk radio show. Absolutely. And so long as that they have enough people that fit that criteria, that they can still attract the sponsors. And I think it, I think it bears noting is that Cloudburst is a relatively new uh, thing. I mean, so they are certainly uh, not like any other, or they're certainly like other businesses and that they have to grow this. Uh, I mean, Twitter hasn't figured out exactly how to monetize their stream yet as well. I think probably Cloudverse is doing as good a job as Twitter themselves are doing. You, you know, I was thinking about this, and I don't know if I have the, the right words for it, but you know, everybody in this room is in marketing, mm -hmm. right? And we 
interact with a lot of people in marketing, and there's a lot of people out there that look in marketing that look at clock perks as the devil itself, you know, something terrible. My goodness, I'm jealous. I know, if Megan Berry, if this was her idea as the marketing manager, this is brilliant. They're doing a great job of marketing their brand. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have kind of a, a statement that came up here through the tweet stream. Um, this was from Tyler Lee 83 who says he really thinks cloud is um, uh, it's, it's great uh, help for business startups because it allows them to make sure they're influencing, influencing correctly. Um, you're wagging your finger at me, Randy. What, what's well, that no, positive, in mind? I won't have the story right, but Nathan Hand on an initiative uh, at a Pacers uh, game where Pete the Planner had put out, I'll put a dollar a point, to look for the people that he might best send emails and DM to join in. He looked at his followers and looked at their clout scores. So he could reach out selectively. Yes, he did. And they got garnered almost $2,000 from doing that. Wow. Yeah. My concern is, is there's probably some tools uh, that are actually equal to or better than uh, cloud for that purpose. Um, and, and, you know, again, I say that cautiously because I don't want to get too geeky in it, but, you know, there's other systems out there that do the same kind of thing. So, for example, Peer Index is one of them that immediately comes to mind, which is uh, as, is not the 800-pound gorilla that Cloud is, but is in that game. Um, Crowd Booster, which is you still have to get an invite into, um, which I like better because it does go back to those metrics that I used to like, which you know is what percentage of retweets, what what message did you send out lately that actually had some traction. Uh, to tell you what kind of followers that you have and so forth. Uh, Twitalizer is an awesome tool and can tell you a lot of that information about other people. Um, My Web Career and Empire Avenue are another one, are two other ones that are similar but have kind of taken more of a, well, Empire Avenue has taken more of a game approach anyway. But they do, they are other ones that you can use to, to look at. But I gotta say, Kevin, um, you know, when I, those are those all the tools that you mentioned except maybe Empire Avenue are great tools. Um, and, and can really help you in, in your social media. But let's say I'm working on a client account and I'm trying to find influencers to reach out to. I don't have time for hundreds of accounts to go through and look at each of those individual metrics. And while the cloud score isn't perfect, that number gives me at least a decent idea of how influential this person is. It's not perfect, but it's a good ballpark. Until you go find a bunch of automated bot accounts that have a high cloud score that have been able to manipulate that. that, Well, but you take the time to glance at their stream as well to make sure that they're not bot accounts, and that's still a lot more time effective than what you mentioned with your Twitalizer, which is a very beefy tool. Yeah, it can be. Or you could use something like Follower Walk, or I mean, there's some other ones that you could use. But you know, the your point is is valid in that there are, for example, there's a Chrome plugin that is super simple to use for both Peer Index and and Cloud, and you can very quickly get a rough idea as to who you should at least click on to see 
do I need to investigate this further? But everybody needs to understand is that there's accounts that have high cloud scores that have been completely automated. They, they do not have a human person behind it at all, and I know that because I tested one up in my own. So those kind of things exist, and, and people should be wary of that. It can be gained, but then again, just about everything can be gained. Yeah. What I found the most useful use for cloud personally is seeing how it classifies me and looking at some of the other people as, well, you know, I think the one that it has me in, correct me if I'm wrong, is I think Thought Leader, which, and and others, I forgot what the, the other classifications, I don't look at everybody. I know Lorraine and I are specialists. Randy is a, a new networker or conversationalist. One of those. I haven't figured out, I haven't I think, figured out so. um, what those categories mean. I mean, not well, much. At one point in time, <laughs> I slipped up into the thought leader uh, category, which I hate that term, but I, I'm fairly alone for that. Um, and then down, uh, I, I moved down to the specialist, and I keep, I'm pretty routinely in specialist. And that is because primarily the majority of what I talk about is online marketing, SEO, social media, or something pretty close to that. I mean, obviously, I throw in photography and, hey, uh, this day or that day or seminars, but it's pretty targeted. Yeah, I um, I really haven't, oh, um, I really haven't um, uh, figured out why one or the other um, uh what you know? What I can do to move from one to the other? I jump around occasionally, but but don't move around. Um, wanted to say hello to some of the folks um, who were participating in the chat room, and I have to admit I um, uh, wasn't paying attention, but I do see a note from uh, Tyler uh, Tyler McCord. Here's an interesting note that that one of the things that's really important when they run into um, bots like that is you need to report them. You need you need to mark them as spam and you need to block them. To, that well, that as a community we all need to do that. If they that. are in so, fact acting in a spamming nature, but all bots are not necessarily spam. They could be accounts that are uh, for fun, or they could be accounts that are uh, aggregating data into a into a, a one feed that is useful for other people. Um, and you know, so they're not all they're not all automating a message to you saying, will you buy this iPod? And please nobody type in iPod because you'll, you'll be <laughs> no. followed by 10 of them. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, I kind of have to sort of rein this in. I have absolutely enjoyed this. I can't believe how fast the time went. We're wrapping up um, real quick. We've got about two minutes. One last parting thought. I'm so depressed that Allison scores ahead of mine. <laughs> I really don't care what your score is. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that wasn't Allison's voice, by the way. My beef lately is that I do not believe that they should be utilizing uh, systems that are specific to one ecosystem. For example, they just added in Instagram, and you have to have an iOS uh, mobile device to be able to use that. I don't know to what degree it's going to matter, but I'm just against them choosing one ecosystem over another, period. Can you put your blog out about that again so anybody listening can? Uh, yeah, if they just go to kevinmullet.com, again, that's M-U-L-L-E-T-T, -T, remember that extra T, and you'll find it there. 
Um, class only as good as the brain behind it, using it and sorting through the information. Um, wait, are we going to be able to read your interview with Megan on the TKO graphics slide? Uh, actually, I'm going to guest post that for Kyle Lacey. Oh, okay. So, Great. Well, you can find yeah. it on, on Kyle Lacey's Yeah, website. we haven't set a schedule date yet. And, uh, I put out a, a DM to somebody. I, I really want to do a somebody else to write a pro and con on it. So cool. if it's a contrarian here and how to help me with it. Lovely. Okay, so um, if you've enjoyed today's podcast and you want to learn more about each of our individual guests, please check them out on Twitter. Their Twitter handles can be found on the blog post and on the blog talk radio uh, promo for this particular broadcast. And if you'd like to know more about marketing, networking, and social media, be sure to check out our blog on www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.